Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs, Jr. Hello, and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men, but moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court. And where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day, while also helping men understand marriage and courting, not dating in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 197th episode, What to do if your wife asks you to move out, part two, plus live phone calls from you answering your marriage and crisis questions. So get in that cue. You can also call using your browser at callinstudio.com slash radical one. If during this show you are getting value and would like to help other marriages, please share this podcast on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, or wherever you happen to be, even Apple at this time. Don't wait, get in the queue. Call 313 Radical for some resolution to your marriage confusion. And here we are on this beautiful Sunday, sunny day in Indianapolis, Indiana. <laughs> and we have our quote of the day. So let's do this. Quote. When it is all over, you will not regret having suffered. Rather, you will regret having suffered so little and suffered that little so badly. End quote. St. Sebastian Valfrey. Bam. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern, for some resolution to your marriage confused. Let's get started, gentlemen, shall we? So yesterday, our last show, we talked about um, in depth, too. If your wife wants you to leave, she's mad, she's unhappy, um, and she asks you to move out, um, there's chaos in your family, should you consider that? Should you do that? And um, what we're doing, what we did then, what we're going to do today is we're going to go over some arguments against that um, and hoping that not that you actually do what I'm advocating doing, but that you actually consider and know all the ins and outs as best that, as I can describe them so that you have all the information or as much information as possible if you do decide to leave. And believe it or not, many of us do not know how close we are to that big thing of us moving out or even our wife leaving. So um, this is a good way to prepare for that, even if that day should ever happen. And you can file it way, way back 
um, in your in your memory files. Okay. So real quick, why do men feel the need to move out when their wife tells them to? Well, because of weakness. Well, if she wants it. That's what she gets. Right. Selfishness. I will only I will finally have some peace and fun. Laziness. No, having the will, not having the will or drive to fight for your marriage and family and to get things back in order. Many of us are in mediocre marriages. Many of us are in mediocre marriages and don't realize that we are. Marriage is not good. You're not in a good marriage. Okay, because if you're in a if you're in a mediocre marriage, it's not far from down. It's not too far from down. And I mean, what's the mediocre marriage? There's no passion. Um, um, let me see. What else? There's no passion. There's um, you guys. You talk, but it's just kind of day to day. You just kind of do what you uh, you just kind of see each other. How you doing? You might go on vacation together or things like that. Um, but for the most part, day to day is just monotonous. I mean, you kiss each other. You might you know you might even have sex a little bit. But for the most part, your your marriage is just is just there. Um, you're either waiting for the kids to move out and you guys can decide what you're going to do from there or you're just kind of going along to get along. That's not a bad marriage. It's not a, definitely not a good marriage, but it's, it's kind of there in the middle. Um, and I'm sorry if my Internet's acting up. Um, I probably froze there a little bit, but please stay with me, guys. You know, I'm on Starlink now. So, <laughs> you know, uh, it goes in and out. It's not that stable, but it's the best we got right now. All right. So what are the consequences of 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 um, of this, of moving out? Well, you lose money, your property, your children, wife and grace with God. Now, next, how do how do husbands get to this point in the first place? So how do you get to the point where you're asked to move out, asked to leave? Um, well, they put many of us have put other things at a higher priority than our marriage. Uh we didn't have the natural order of service in mind, which is God, marriage, uh, children, self. Um, many of us have stopped dating their wife, dating our wives and make, making her feel special, resulting in a loss of the all important emotional connection and stopped caring and began blaming their wife for most of all the problems in their marriage. So that is kind of from yesterday. When we, get, when we come back from break real quick, we're going to review the first four. Uh, that we did yesterday just to get you guys back in the and on what's going on. Um, and after that, we're going to get into the fun stuff, um, number five through eight. All right. So hang with me. Believe it or not, yesterday was just the beginning. Today is going to even be better. So hang in there, fellas. Let's rock this. Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. 
That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. Hey, 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 we are back. Oh, 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 oh. See, that's what I'm telling you. Stuff, man. I didn't even do nothing. All I did was said, hey, 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 and the things start cracking up. <laughs> okay, so let's get serious here. Let's get serious. So, as promised, should you stay or go when your wife asks or demands that you leave? Ponder that question. Ponder that question right now. Ponder it as we go through um, and try to understand and get more in depth with this subject. So if you're if you're listening right now and you have a problem such as this, your wife has asked you to leave or you want to leave or you want her to leave. Give me a call at 313-RADICAL um, and, and we can see if we can work this out because callers are always better because it is more in depth about your particular situation. Um, and man, I, also you can comment too. Um, if you, you know, if you, if you kind of, if you're scared, you don't want to call, <laughs> but hey, you see, I don't be, I don't be dogging people out, but if you, you comment and, um, and if your comment is interesting enough, I will read it. And if it can help the other people listening and the many, many who listen on my podcast, um, so with that being said, let's review. You have the question, should you stay or go when your wife asks you or demands that you leave? So let's review the ones from yesterday. These are kind of my arguments against that fact. I don't think a man should leave his house. I really don't. Um, sure, I've had guys tell me all excuses why they do and why they did and all of that stuff. But man, I haven't heard a great one yet. But there are two that I do agree with, and we're going to go over that in a little bit. Now, number one from yesterday, you lose all negotiation power when you leave. You are out of the house. She now becomes the central power in the home and gets to make all decisions concerning the family and the home. She will usually change the locks. Number two, you now have to pay two rents. Next, where are you going to go to a hotel or some other place where you have to pay to stay? So this means you will be paying two housing bills, your mortgage and rent and hotel room, uh, electric bill, water bill, gas bill, um, hit Netflix, <laughs> you know, whatever you watch. Uh, question, can you really afford that? Can you really afford to move out and then have that stress added on to already the stress that you're getting right, you know, that you're getting? In my experience, many can't. Number three, the kids won't see you. This is a misconception. Men think that I'm just going to see the kids all the time. That it's going to be like it was. It ain't going to be like it was. You have to do some, some stupid arrangement that neither you or the kids want to do because your wife don't really care. You know, and, and, and what she'll do is use the kids against you anyway to try to, uh, you know, to, to, to make sure make the arrangement all messed up. Okay. Why? Because your wife is only thinking of herself and the kids getting uprooted and running all over the place really doesn't matter to her right now. Her happiness is 
paramount. Can you imagine you move out, you're over there, even if you're down the street or across town or whatever, can you imagine only seeing your kids and your kids have to move and, and, and sleep in different bedrooms and stuff and sleep in a different house that they're not used to, you know, I mean, it's just, man, I don't know. I, I just think that is, is very selfish. Um, there in the one, oh, I forgot to mention yesterday in a, in, I forgot what state it is. They have a thing where, Hey, the kids ain't going nowhere. The kids stay in the house. And then both the mama and the daddy have to come and visit the kids when they want. I think that is like, I, it's not ideal and it's still crapped out, but that's way better. Cause I have wives all the time go, well, I moved to this new apartment. Oh, kids, see how nice it is. Aren't you want to go and have fun? We're going to have so much fun. Trying to like, you know, trying to like make the kids feel like this is all so great and special when it ain't because why selfishness. Okay. But in this state, again, I'm so sorry. I don't remember another state, but it might be more than one, but it's called the, 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 the kids stay in the house and then the mother comes and then the mother leaves after whatever her, her visitation time. And then the father is there. And then once the father gets done with his visitation time, whether it be a day or two or the weekend or whatever, then he leaves. And then the mama comes back. I think that's awesome. Cause guess how many folks would leave then? Guess how many women would leave then if they got to, if, if everybody got to leave and the kids get to stay. <laughs> so number four from yesterday, Will you uh, you will never see your wife. So if you want to save your marriage and, and you leave, you will never see her and convince her that you are changing and want to be the husband she needs out of sight, out of mind. They will tell you they just need time or they want a little space or they don't have uh, another man and aren't looking for one. What you must realize is once your wife reaches this point, she is only thinking about herself. She is selfish and wanting out. And if you leave, she will begin to convince herself to move on. She will say that she won't use the kids against you, but that will soon become apparent that this is a lie when you try to stay in the home and not leave. She will then get mad and say you are a stalker or your arguing is damaging the kids. Um, this is a ploy that has been in the works for months and in many cases years to get your butt out of the house so she can move on and get rid of you, of course. She will deny it until the cows come home. But, dude, if you fall for this one, you will regret it. Any divorce lawyer worth, worth his salt will tell you do not leave your house. So um, she may block your phone. She may block you on social media. Again, she may even change the locks. So I have not really heard many. Um, I have not really heard many lawyers that have said that you shouldn't leave, that you should leave. I mean. Because they know the deal. Okay. So now that is uh, the review from yesterday. Now let's get into today. So we're going to, so now we're going to start with number five of the reasons of the, you should be thinking about if your wife asks you to move out, what you should do. Now, here's another thing. So I want to tell us a story real quick about one of a client I had many years ago. Um, and he was very successful too. Here's what happened, man. And, and I want y'all to really hear what I'm saying. Because if you think you can't save your marriage or you think this is painful and all of that kind of stuff, it sure is. And I'm going to tell you how, it's, how painful it can be. This is 
this is probably the, sec- the, the second worst case I've ever had. Uh, I'll tell you about the first worst case at another time. But this one is um, basically what happened is, man, the wife and the and the and my client and the dude and the man would sleep in the same bed. She sleep, they sleep in the same bed. At night, about two or three o'clock in the morning, she would get up, go over to her her new man's house, sleep with him all night. I mean, actually have sex, have sex with him all night, come back at you know four or five in the morning and get back in the bed with him. Now, if if you talk about painful, you talk about painful. And he didn't know what to do. He didn't want to lose his marriage. He didn't want to lose his wife. He didn't want to lose his family. He didn't want to leave. He just didn't know what to do, right? So he came into my program, and I taught him kind of what I teach all of them is, listen, you if you want to draw your wife back, you've got to change. You've got to get your act together and and, and get things going. and even though that's one of the second most toughest cases I've had, it was also one of the quickest. So in like three months, it was over. She stopped seeing the other dude. She was with him. They're, they're now building a great marriage, you know? Um, um, and that's what you guys don't realize. You really, you think that, well, when she changes, I'll change. That's not how it works. That's not how God set it up. And this is why not knowing the faith will hurt you in a situation like this, knowing what you're supposed to be doing, your duty as a man. And if he would have been like most 99% of the guys in the world in this country, what they're going to do? They're going to get mad, confront the guy, confront her, leave and go get them their own woman, call her names and all that kind of stuff. And all of that stuff does, man, is just what you know. You know what it does. It draw it pushes her away. It makes her solid. Makes her see. It cements her belief that the guy's a jerk. That her husband's a jerk. He's he's stupid. He don't care. And I know what she did was horrible. It was horrible. But you got to remember, man. When people do stuff, they always rationalize it. That's why when priests and pastors don't get on the pulpit and talk about no fault divorce and abortion and homosexuality and hell and purgatory. And and demons and angels and all this, all the hardcore stuff. People don't know nothing. They don't know nothing. So when this kind of stuff happens, it comes up. They don't even feel they can go to their priest many times. That's why I'm in business because people feel they can't go to their priest. And when they do go to their priest, get what the priest do. Well, go get. I guess you need marriage counseling. We all know how well marriage counseling works, huh? So. That's what I want you to guys to really think about. Your situation is bad. That's probably one of the worst situations that it could be, you know. But what has to happen is, man, you have to think logically about this and understand, like, why would a woman who just 10 years ago or a year ago or 20, 30 years ago love me more than any man on the planet, any person on the planet, and now she can't stand me? She can't stand me enough that she goes and, and gives her body to another man. That's how much she can't stand me. See, it takes a very strong man to really ask that question of himself. Like, why would my wife do that? Sure, it's wrong. It's against God. It's a mortal sin. It's crazy. So why would a woman damage her soul, damage her, her body, and, 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 and be out of grace with God? 
because it's what I always say. You are the most important thing in her life. And when the marriage goes to crap, she don't care no more. Okay. All right. So now, again, one of the things I say, if the kids, if, 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 if I tell her, I would tell a wife, if you leave, the kids stay. So I would also tell you, if she decides to leave, don't let her take your kids. If you won't leave and she decides to leave, you tell her, yes, go ahead, but your kids stay here. Why? Because this is their home, their comfort. They go to school um, from here. This is where mommy and daddy lived and we loved uh, and we lived with them. Why uproot your children? Because a crazy woman feels she needs space. You know, how can I tell you this? Man, my first wife did the same crap. She wanted me to go and I did. And I told that story yesterday. You know, about real, you know, about how I moved out like a dummy. I was only like 30 years old, something like that. I moved out. I was a dummy, went to my mama's house, came back because I forgot something at the house, walked in the house. The house was immaculately clean. I go in the bedroom. I found what I need. I look, go use the bathroom and look up. And there's a brand new shower curtain in the darn house. And I've been trying to get my wife for months and months and months, maybe a year to get a new shower curtain. And she never did. All of a sudden I leave and there's a new brand new shower curtain sitting there. So guess what? I figured it out. She wouldn't plan on me for coming back. That's why you don't leave because they ain't planning on you to coming back. So I went, I got, I left, got my car, went to my mama's house, got all my stuff, came back and put it right back in my bedroom. That's what I did. And I didn't know a dang thing about marriage back then. <laughs> Okay, now, number six, number six, number six, if your wife asks you to move out, boom, what's next? So six, if there's no physical abuse, don't leave. Okay, now listen, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. There's only two reasons that you or your wife are allowed by the church, by Christ, Christ church. Jesus Christ himself, there's only two reasons that you can separate as husband and wife. Two. Number one is physical abuse. So she's hitting up on you, you hitting up on her. That ain't cool, man. Somebody's got to go. You know, um, that's that's not cool at all. Um, and believe it or not, y'all thinking, well, and most of y'all's man, y'all thinking, I didn't hit her. I don't hit her. But guess what? I bet your wife's hit you before. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. A lot of guys have never touched their wife. It's more guys getting hit on than women these days because guys have learned to control themselves because they know if I grab her or put, even push her away and, and get her off of me or whatever, she's going to call the police. Ain't she? Ain't she, fellas? She's going to call the police, ain't she? And get what the police going to do. They're going to come to your house. And they're going to come inside and they're going to listen to her because she's the one called the police first. So here's how you act when that happens. If your wife is hitting on you and she picks the phone up to call the police, you pick the phone up and you call the police too. Don't play that. Don't be stupid. You pick up the phone and you call the police too. And you guys listen to me right now that think your wife would never call the police on you. You better get real. Yes, she will. Because her friends told her to. Her divorce friends told her to. Her single friends told her to. And her mama probably told her to, too. 
They will call the police on you. So here's how you do. When she picks up the phone to call the police, you pick up your phone and you call 911 too. Don't be a punk. Don't be stupid. Don't think, oh, I can't call police on my wife. Yeah, you better. So then when the police get here, they don't know who they don't know who to listen to. So guess what? And then while your wife is being all emotional, while she's losing her mind and yelling and screaming at the police, and he hit me and he did this, all you do is you just sit there and relax. You don't lose control. You stay in complete control of the situation. You don't raise your voice. You don't argue with her. You don't say, uh-uh, that wasn't true. No, you just look at the cop. Just look at him. Just look at him. Make eye contact. You stay real cool. I had a guy do this before, and it worked, too. He just sat there. And when she got done, he said, he said, sir, officer, I did not hit my wife. She's mad at me because I did so-and-so, so-and-so. And she jumped on me, and I was just trying to push her off of me. And I promise you that's exactly what happened. And I was trying to get away from her. And she jumped on me and he was hitting me in the back of the head and all of that. And you just tell your story and, and you be real calm and cool and don't raise your voice and don't argue and fight back and don't get all emotional. Guess what? You cool. Both of y'all still might get arrested. Neither one of y'all might get arrested. He that cops might just say, look, chill out or make one of y'all leave for the night and come back. It's a lot of things that can happen. But the thing about you going to jail by yourself, most of the time that won't happen if you stay calm and cool because the co- you come and you're all emotional and crazy like your wife, you're the bigger one, the stronger one. You know, the cop is going to, because you're the threat. Police ain't stupid. They know women ain't no threat for the most part. You know, you though, you a big man, they're going to take, they're they going to get rid of you the threat. So they're going to say, well, sir. I got I to gotta arrest you. Are they, they going to take you to the police car and talk to you for a while? They're going to put handcuffs on you. They're going to take you out to the car and take you to jail. So the way to combat that is kind of what I said. And it might not work every time, but it's, it, it increases your chance of not going to jail or him or the cop telling you to leave for a couple hours or leave for the night. Okay. Um, now, what's the second reason that you're allowed by God to leave your, to separate from your wife? Do y'all know? The second reason is uh, adultery, infidelity. Okay. I wouldn't leave like the guy posted the comment yesterday about his wife was having an affair and he could, he left like that. I wouldn't leave because I wouldn't, you know, I know leaving, it just makes things worse, but I understand, but it don't matter whether I understand or not, whether what he did is right or wrong, it doesn't matter. It's what God says. So God says, if, if you a man or a woman and there's adultery, you are, you are allowed to separate from your, from your, from your spouse until that spouse gets it together. Okay. That's fair, right? That's fair. But that don't mean divorce. See, here's what happens. You, your, 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 your spouse does something wrong years and years ago. You divorce him, and then, then, then the guy gets better and acts right, and then you didn't marry, or he goes get another woman, and you decide you want him back. Well, he has another wife now, but probably other kids. That's why. That's one of the main reasons God does not want divorce because people change. People's lives change. People grow. And if, and if they already got another wife, I can't tell you how many people had regret getting divorced. 
Because for one thing, the they thought it was great out there, and it ain't great out there. And the jerk they married was just as bad or worse than what they had, or it wasn't no better. Most of the time, the divorce, the second marriages don't don't make it because neither one of the people change. You know, they don't change; they're still the same. Okay, so those are two reasons you're allowed by. Jesus Christ allowed to separate from your spouse. Number one, physical abuse. Number two, um, um, they're cheating. Somebody's cheating. Now, once they, those problems are not around anymore, like say your husband, say uh, you're a wife and you know, your husband is hitting on hit you or whatever. Once he gets help and he's not, he's not that kind of man anymore. You're obliged to, to, to allow him to come back home or you're obliged to get back together as a couple in the eyes of God. Okay. A lot of y'all going to say that's stupid. A lot of y'all going to say that ain't right. Whatever. You know, if she cheats on me, I'm done with her. If he cheats on me, I'm done with him. But a, a smart person goes, okay, yeah, they cheated on me, but why they, what did I do to cause that? People think I can do whatever I want to my spouse. I can yell at them, call them names, blame them for everything, argue with them, uh, neglect them, put my put the kids, the job, everything above them, and they're just supposed to sit there and just take that for a hundred years, no, fifty years, or eighty years, or whatever. They're supposed to sit there and take that. Are are we insane? I mean. That's so that's why I ask you to always look at yourself and say, man, what could I could have did to make that better? Like, what could I could have? Is there something I could have did to, 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 to make that situation better or to make my marriage better? What should what should I have done? And that's what you do. But most people have Satan and the diabolical in them and they have that wall and they can't see outside themselves like, well, I ain't do nothing wrong. It's all her. She messed around on me. And people fall for that stuff. The smart people that understand relationships know that when a person... Now, this is normal people, y'all. I'm not talking about the extreme crazy people. Most of us, 99% of us are normal people, normal people in relationships, normal people in a marriage or whatever. We're normal. And, you know, in this, you know, as well as this society can mold us, okay? So we got to look at ourselves and say, man, what did I do? What did I... What could I have done better? What should I... I mean, I should have done that probably. I should apologize for that. <laughs> know okay so next um so those are two reasons you can leave so if there's no physical abuse don't leave you you two can live in the house in separate bedrooms or one of y'all can move to the basement um whatever um because when you leave and she gets a lawyer and you go in front of the judge and you have moved out he for the most part is not going to let you back in that house why to basically cover his own rear end if he lets you back in there, the judge, I mean, and your wife kills you, it will be chaos in that judge's office. I told that story yesterday. Okay. It's very important that you guys realize once lawyers and the judge get involved and all that stuff, you can't go back home because they're not going to let the court system is not going to let you do that because they scared that somebody's going to get hurt. You know? Okay. So number seven. So number seven of why probably you shouldn't leave, but you could do whatever you want uh, if your wife asks you to move out, is spiritual warfare. Who would defend your family when you are gone? That is a huge, huge deal. Once you pick up and you leave, who's who's going to protect your family while you're gone? 
Satan and the diabolical, um, and and your and and they will enter more when in your absence because you are the protector and defender of that home, your family and your kids. You will be turning your family over to the demonic. Without your protection, they are vulnerable. You never give your wife what she wants. You give her what you know will make her happy in the end. And in this case, you leaving is a huge mistake in the supernatural world as you are the protector and the defender. And have a Benninger post. Is this honorable? Think about it. Okay, if your power is in the home, you have grace to defend your home from, from evil. And then your wife who is unhappy, not thinking straight, is emotional, and she's wanting you to leave, and she's screaming and hollering, and you leave, guess what? You just turned over that home because you, your powers of prayer, your powers of defense of, against Satan, your powers to attack Satan and, and confront him are a lot more than your wife in the home. So once you leave, your wife and kids are putty, and Satan just walk right past you, and goes upstairs and gets in bed with your kids and your wife. This is why you guys that are divorced or you guys that are separated, your kids don't listen to you no more. Your wife don't listen to you no more. Your wife, your kids, they do what they want to do. Because why? Big Daddy's gone. The the what do they, what do they call them? The, the the jail the jail guard is gone because they know. Everybody knows that. The mother only has so much power when it comes to disciplining the kids. Everybody knows that. But when she goes, I'm going to tell your daddy on you, all of a sudden, everybody acts right. <laughs> right? If the, if the daddy ain't a punk, right? If you ain't a punk, you know, if you're a real father or disciplinarian, you know, and you love your kids and, you know, and you know when too much is too much. They're going to straighten up because they ain't trying to get on punishment or get a whooping or whatever, get their phone taken away or whatever people do these days. They ain't going to do that because they know you mean business. They know the mama don't really mean business. She just was, you know, stop doing that, Johnny. Stop doing that. She'll say it like 30 times. Kids with kids is like you got to be action. You got to be a man of action. If you're a parent and you're not a parent of action, the kids ain't going to listen to you. So basically, when you are separated or divorced, that goes away because you, the 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 the, the protector and defender of the home, the ones who, who makes everybody feel that they're secure, you're gone. And so Satan just walks right on in and makes things worse. Because usually when um the father leaves, the mother stops praying. The mother stops going to church, the mother stops playing rosaries and going to adoration and going to confession and going to mass. They stop doing all that stuff. And so guess what? It makes it even worse. All right. So it's important, man. That's probably in my, in, in my eyes, in my eyes, man, knowing what I know now, that is probably the number one reason why I would never leave my house. It is. Um, because it's my responsibility, man, to defend my home against the diabolical. Another thing, too, wonder if you ain't there and there's a home invasion. People think, well, nobody's going to home invasion me. Yeah, they will. It don't matter how rich you are, how poor you are. Poor people used to it. <laughs> poor people used to home invasions. Rich people ain't. It don't matter who you are. 
you will get home invasion. What happens? Your wife, somebody knock on the door and your wife goes open the door or your kid open the door because you ain't there. You told your wife and you told your kids 10,000 times, do not open the door until you know who it is and, and if, if they're supposed to be there. But what if what does somebody do? Daddy's gone now, right? Little Johnny, somebody knock on the door, open the door, bam, home invasion. Now, how are you going to protect them now? Another thing, your wife, like I talked about yesterday, your wife and kids being out in, in the society and you ain't around. Who, how are you going to protect them? Okay? Another thing, too, guys, they, well, just because we separate or divorce, we ain't, I ain't, I'm, my, my, my duty to my wife is over. That's not true. Your duty to your wife is on until there's an annulment, until there is an annulment in the church. And you are then you are no longer responsible until then you'd be calling to check on your wife every day or every other day and make sure she's OK and she's safe. Make sure the kids are safe. Another thing, too, how are you going to know where to send the police if you don't know where your wife is? Because if you separate the stuff, directly, why are you why are you trying to know where I am? I'm a, well, I'm trying to know where you are is what you tell her. You can say Jerry said it, too. <laughs> you tell your wife. I'm your husband in the eyes of God in the universe. I'm responsible for defending you and protecting you. So my job is to call you and make sure you're okay and know where you at and make sure that things are okay. Now that's all I'm asking. I'm not trying to get in your business. Another thing is too, fellas, if you don't know where your wife is and she don't come home, how are you going to know where to send the police to go get her? See, we don't think about that stuff because we happy. We by ourselves now. We get to play as many video games as we want. We get to go golfing all the time we want. We get to do all kinds of stuff for fun. And we got we got that responsibilities no more. That's not true. Okay. So I ask you to please, please, please think about that. Think about that, man. You are responsible for your wife in the eyes of God because if you don't defend your your wife, who's going to do it? If you don't defend her against Satan, who's going to do it? If you don't defend your kids against Satan, who's going to do it? People all people kill me. All they think they do is think about physical protection. Well, if a guy walks up and tries to kidnap my kid, he's the way I'm going to get on him. Or if, if a guy tries to uh, offend my wife. But, man, what happens? Oh, God, that's important. Don't get me wrong. That's important. But of equal opportunity or more is the defense against the diabolical attacking your family. When your butt ain't around. All right. So that's number seven. And then uh, let me see. I got a comment here. What's his comments say? So Bianca says, what about a moment? I think I just, um, yeah, I think I answered that. But if I, if um, Bianca, I, if, if what I think you're saying is um, no, once the annulment, and the moment's over, then the marriage is over. The marriage never was. So as far as your husband's responsibility to you, that ends after that, and your responsibility to him. But until civil divorce means nothing in the eyes of our Lord, nothing, nothing whatsoever. And so that's why it's important um, when if you're in the house and you want to leave, physical abuse and adultery are the only Cheating, you know, you know, to bring it to bring it down. <laughs> That's the only way you can leave. I hope I answered. I hope that answered your question. And then so, so some Mazman says, if a declaration of nullity is approved in the church, says to 
Then the church says to the best of their knowledge, there was never a marriage in the first place. So one is free to marry. Exactly. Exactly. That's why um, I try to tell people all the time. Look. Look, I'm not. I'm not. People say, well, they give out annulments like uh, like candy in the Catholic Church and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they everybody gets one. Look, I, I really don't care. I, I mean, I do care as far as people not following what Christ really wants. But it says in Matthew 18, 16, I think it is that whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. So priests and bishops are authorized to forgive. So if that means when it comes to marriage, if they forgive and give you an annulment, that means your marriage never was. And it basically for all purposes, it's over. So that means you can go out and marry whoever you want. You can do whatever you want as a, as a man and a woman. You, you're, 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 your marriage is severed. Okay. Um, and so that's why I tell guys, if your wife decides she's never going to come back, you know, you first thing you uh, after when only, and only you can decide that if if um if you're if it comes down to that point you should be asking yourself do I have a legitimate case for annulment I won't I won't advise guys who don't have a legitimate case for annulity I won't because to me that goes against Christ but Christ won't but if a, if a, if a, if a man has a legitimate case of for annulment which is stuff like their wife was a homosexual and didn't tell them. Their wife lied about finances before. Uh, they were taking contraception before they were married. Um, stuff like that. You know, like very big, huge stuff. You know, then I will help them advise them on how to, you know, where to start and all that kind of stuff. All right. So good. Good questions, y'all. Good questions. All right. The last one of the day, y'all, is number... Uh, no, it's two more. Two more. Okay, my fault. Two more. Number eight, you, uh, you, your wife will begin to com commandeer your children. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If you move out, your wife will begin to commandeer your children. Fellas, look, please hear me on this one. I have it happen all the time. It's happening right now. I got clients right now. Their wife is doing it. What do I mean by commandeer? What I mean is your wife will, because she needs support, women don't do stuff without support. So one of the first people who they commandeer to be on their side, to be their, to be their uh, comrades in arms, is the children. Because they want the kids to think he's a mean, bad man, too. Now, some women ain't like that. They're, you know, some women ain't like that, but many are. It don't matter who is and who isn't. The thing about it is you need to know about it and understand it. Okay. So what do, women don't do stuff without support. So what do they do? They will turn the kids against the father. Why? Because I don't want him no more. I, so I, I don't believe I love him no more. So I don't want him around. I don't want him near me or nothing like that. The kids remind you of her. I mean, sorry, the kids remind you of, of him. And they just don't want them around. So the best what women do is they try to be mean to you. They be mean to you and they, and they purposely aren't nice and they purposely don't try to bring you back in because they know once you start talking to them again, that sweet talk, that they listen to you, then they're going to be in the same position they were before. They're going to let you move back in. 
y'all gonna start having sex again, and then she knows you probably gonna start treating her bad again. So that's why they mean to you. That's why they don't want you around. That's why they turn the kids against you. Now they don't try to turn the kids against you, most of them, but they can't help it because they're emotional and they can't help it, man. And they hurt. So when I say the, the woman try to commandeer, when they get mad, man, that's why you gotta, that's why you don't let yourself get in this stuff, man. That's why marriage maintenance is the way to go. Solve your problems, get your stuff together before your wife starts talking crazy. But most of us, we don't, we don't listen. So this is what you got to understand. So your wife will begin the process of trying to eliminate you from her life. Why? To stop the pain and protect her psyche. Out of sight, out of mind, right? So with this comes the kids. The constantly They constantly remind her of you as this is painful. You must realize that in order for your wife to want you to leave or for her to actually leave herself requires a lot of courage from her which means she needs support from friends, parents, siblings, co-workers, and of course, your kids. So she will begin to, she'll begin not letting them see you, or if she does, it will be spotty, okay? She will begin speaking ill of you and talking about the problems of the marriage in their presence. This right here is completely from hell. How women... The man's gone or she's gone and the kids are with him. She start talking about divorce and stuff in front of the kids and stuff. Start start arguing about the uh, about court stuff and, and and paperwork and and you know and what he did and didn't do in front of the kids and stuff. The kids sitting right there at the and they're at the McDonald's and, and they at the same table and, and the wife start talking about that crazy stuff. That is from hell, man. That is from hell. The kids didn't the kids didn't ask for that. The kids are innocent. I don't care if your kids are 90 years old. Your kids didn't ask for this crap. You and your husband, the ones can't get along. It ain't the kids' fault. So why are you trying to trying to mess up them kids like that against their daddy? That don't make no sense. Like you ain't do nothing wrong. Like you ain't did never done one thing wrong in the marriage, not one thing. That is not fair. Look at yourself, man. Them kids, your children do not deserve that, man. They already going to be hurt enough. When you uh, that when the divorce goes through, y'all separate or whatever. The kids gonna already be hurt enough, and your kids ain't gonna. Um, your kids are not gonna recover. For you people who think, well, you know, they'll be all right. No, they won't, man. My parents was divorced, and I'm still ain't all right. Me and my sister. I'm 57 years old, and I ain't all right, man. I'm not cool that my mom and daddy ain't together. Don't even get to get, get to even see them on holidays. Got to go to separate houses. All this kind of crazy stuff, man. That don't that's not bringing building a great family, and that's what we should be thinking about, y'all. Stop being so darn selfish, man. And then all oh, you got the ones that go, you know, well we gonna we gonna come together on holidays and act like ain't nothing wrong. We well, I get along good. Oh, this I, I really hate this one. I get along real good with my ex wife. I get I get me and my ex husband get along really good. Well, you should have used that to stay together. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay. So basically your wife to try to win them to her, win your kids to her side, because at this time she is extremely selfish and has been coached that nothing else matters but her happiness. This is another thing, man. When husbands aren't on their game, they wife, 
their wives start, other people start talking to their wives, their wife tells other people about the situation, and then they start giving her advice. And one of the main things they start saying is, why would you let him do that? Right? So the wife goes, yeah, why would I let him do that? And all of a sudden, there it goes. There it goes. They start coaching her. They start coaching her. Girl, you shouldn't do this. Girl, you shouldn't do that. Girl, you shouldn't leave him. Girl, you should ask him to move out. Girl, stop giving him sex, girl, because he don't listen to you. That's when it That's when it starts, man. That's when it starts. That's why you hear me talk about conversation. If you don't talk to your wife and you don't let her talk to you, you don't listen to her and she doesn't listen to you and you guys don't have great conversations every night. Guess what? Somebody else is going to talk to her. It's most of the time it's going to be a man. Then what you going to do? See, y'all dudes, we think, well, she just saw this dude and met this dude one day and they having sex. That's not how it works, baby. No woman that I know of sits with a man and she's married on the first time. I mean, unless she's screwed up. And most, like I said, 99% of women ain't screwed up like that. So it takes time, don't it? She sees him. They at work. They talk. All of a sudden, you look up, she's smiling and laughing. Guess what? Well, hey, you want to go get some coffee? Yeah, let's get some coffee at lunch. Then they had lunch. Or if they work at a factory together or a post office or something like that, what are they doing? They got two breaks and a lunch. And every lunch and every break, that guy is sitting there talking to your wife every day, three times a day, <laughs> eight-hour shifts. <laughs> Why you... Doing your own thing. See, man, women don't roll like that. It takes a while. You women, most women are like deer in the headlight. Like you just can't walk up on a woman and think we're gonna be sleeping together. And most guys know that. Most men know that. The one, the home wreckers, and they don't try to be home wreckers, man. But hell, she's cute. She talks. She listens to me. Hell, she laughs and smiles at me. Of course, I'm gonna talk to her back, fellas. You gotta learn how this works. When your wife starts talking to another man, it takes time. It takes months sometimes for, for them to be having an affair. Yeah, but it always starts out with an emotional affair. And then that takes time to start. But see, what it is is we don't know our women. We don't know our woman. That's our problem. We don't know our woman, man. We think, well, we think because she, we think she's supposed to go to work and not talk to nobody. We think she's supposed to take out the trash. We think she's supposed to change the diapers. We think she's supposed to wash the dishes. We think she's supposed to give us sex. And so when we start thinking like that, then she got her duty. I got my duty. I'm going to do what I want to do. She do what she want to do. Well, guess what? Now she's doing what she wants to do, and she's talking to Big Barry at work. <laughs> Every day, one lunch and two breaks. <laughs> All right, fellas. So um, this is of hell and the exact reason you must stay in your home and fight. Your kids do not deserve this, and you must man up and realize this. Look, fellas, don't let your wife come to your kids. If you leave or you're separated or divorced, you start making a you got to build a better relationship with your children. It's not like it's two of y'all no more. It's only one. Okay. All right. So the last one, the last one, y'all. Bottom line, number nine, the bottom line, there are no advantages to leaving. I, to me, I mean, I just don't see it. Well, I got a different outlook than a lot, a lot of men do. I got, I, I, I think about things a little different. 
The bottom line is if you leave your home, there are no advantages to this. No advantage for you, your kids, your marriage, and your wife. The saying is you never give your wife what she wants. You give her what will make her happy. And in your case, if you are trying to save your marriage and family and are humble and sincerely admitting your part in an inadequate marriage, what will make your wife happy in the end and in favor with God is you forcing her to work on your marriage now that you know what a bad husband you've been for the last two years, 10 years, or even 30 years. But in order to do this, you must accept that you were not the husband you needed to be for her to feel like a true woman. So that's kind of what I was just going over the last few minutes, man. Your wife wants to feel like a woman, man, a true woman. She wants to feel feminine and loved priority in your life. And if, if, if we don't make them feel like that, then that opens the door for other people, women included. And I don't mean lesbian women. I just mean women, friends, you know, friends and co-workers and to, to divorce women, to move in on your wife and talk to her. Because listen, when your wife starts talking to other people, man, they want to make her feel better. They're only hearing another thing too. They're only hearing your wife's side. So your wife's going to try to make it feel, you know, your wife's going to try to, you know, trying to pad her story with all the bad stuff. And so most people, they're not trying to be a Satan. They're not trying to be from hell. They, they're just trying to make your wife feel better. You know, the way, if, if you are in that position as a woman and people are telling you to leave your husband, blah, 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 and somebody's telling, you know, listen to a person should be, the only people you listen to as a wife in that situation is people who are on the side of marriage and God. Girl, don't leave your husband. Work it out. Be patient. Men are hard-headed. Stay with him. Talk to him more. That's the person you should be listening to. Not the one that goes, girl, if I were you, I wouldn't let him do that. Girl, if I was you, I'd get rid of him. Girl, don't give him no sex. Don't give him none, girl. Don't hold his hand. Don't kiss him no more. Be mean to him. I know a woman who told a wife, girl, you got to try to be mad at him. Remember to be mad at him. What kind of crap is that? That's not going to make him want to love you more. All right. So last of all, bring it all together, y'all. Bring it all together. Woo. So as a woman, I mean, as women are emotional in order to bond and nurture the children, your duty as a man is to insert logic into all overly emotional situations. And as men, if we fail to do this, we're failing as men, husbands, and fathers. Women today have been given the leadership in this country because of the failure of men in virtue, holiness, duty, honor, and a need to not focus merely on their happiness, wants, and desires. In fact, we are selfish, and this has caused the destruction of our government, the removal of God in our once great country, the dismantling of marriage, miserable and defiant children, and the loss of respect which is what St. Paul demands of wives in Ephesians 5, verses 21 through 33. Yes, women are called not to love their husband, but to respect him. But as we all know, respect is earned. And that only comes with men focusing in, when, with men focusing in the end on the relationship with our Lord and how he ran his life and sacrificed it for the world in order to do his will, his father's will. What are you willing to do, gentlemen? How much pain are you willing to endure 
to do God's will in your life. Will you man up and defy your beloved's request of leaving your home? Or will you fix yourself, become a better man and husband, and in the end, stay and defend your home from the demonic, thereby giving your wife what she truly needs to be happy? God love you. Bam! If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, all right. Hey, hey, hey. So we are basically done for the day. And I just want to say that I hope that this helped you. My job as a coach is to not tell you to do anything, but to suggest and give you all the as many angles as I can think of. I'm not the smartest apple in the bunch, but I try my best to give you things to think about so that you can prepare yourself for this if it does happen. Um, and, and if it happens in the future or if it's happening right now, uh, I feel if it's happening right now, I feel very sorry for you, man. You got a long road ahead of you. You really do. Um, but what I will say is if you do things right, you get the proper help, you persevere, you be patient, man, you can, you can get your, you can get your spouse back, man. You can, um, if I, um, if I were. If I were in that position again today where my wife today comes home and says, Jerry, baby, I want you to leave. Go. I'm just going to tell you, I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't. You know, I say, I tell you what, you go and stay in the bed and I go live over here. I go sleep over here, you know, and I won't talk to you. I guess if you want space, I just won't talk to you, you know, uh, so you, you get time together. People, people think, how can you get space inside the home? You ain't talking no way properly. <laughs> So it's easy. But anyway, hope you guys have a good weekend. This is the last show for the week. Um, and as always, if you need more help in your marriage, um, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to help endure and to get an improved marriage in 30 days. That is my little thing. Okay. So as we always do, we end with the quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort. But you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle.
thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 Radical. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.